The Yankees and the Royals in the Bronx on Wednesday. Luis Severino winless in his last four starts. He got some great defensive support on his very first pitch. First pitch on the way. He swings and hits it high in the air. Deep to center field. Ellsbury back. He is there at the wall and bangs into the wall but makes the catch. Escobar just got robbed. Terrific catch by Jacoby Ellsbury and Severino off with his cap to salute his center fielder. Moose even with a bag at third. Here's the pitch and a swing and a ball well struck. Deep right field. That is out of here and it's 1-0. It was a fastball. At 92, the exit velocity was 100. And for Didi Gregorius, who's really having a breakout offensive season, that's his third home run. Three and two, runner goes, pitch is called strike on the inside corner. Home plate umpire Jerry Lane rings up Haas, and that's the fourth strikeout for Severino, the Royal Strand Escobar. One and two on Kane, the pitch. Swing and a miss, he struck him out. Fastball at 99. Make it five for Severino, and the Royals fail to score in the sixth. One, two. Off speed is lifted into center for a soft RBI single. Into score comes Gregorius. And it's a 3 nothing Yankee lead. So that ground rule double to lead off the inning comes back to hurt the Royals. Severino trying to go eight innings. The 1-1 is swung on, hit in the air, right side. Judge near the corner will pull it down. That does it for the Royals in the eighth. No runs, a hit, man left. We head to the bottom of number eight here in New York. The Yankees blank the Royals 3-0. Luis Severino snaps a four-star winless kid with the longest scoreless outing of his career. He becomes the first Yankee starter in 14 games to turn in at least seven innings. Whit Merrifield, meanwhile, extends his hitting streak to 10 games in the losing cause. Meanwhile, Jacoby Ellsbury left the game at the top of the first after crashing into the center field wall making a grab. Ellsbury was diagnosed with a concussion and a neck sprain. Ned Yost watched helplessly on Wednesday night as he watched his offense do next to nothing against Yankee starter Luis Severino. Here is the Kansas City skipper in the aftermath of the Royals' 3-0 loss to the Yankees on Wednesday night. Really good fastball up to 97, but his slider was really impressive. That's the first time we've seen him. You know, um, <clears throat> seen a lot on video, but pretty impressive. Had just no chances against him, really. I mean, Not really, no. Uh-uh. I mean, uh, you know, was really commanded the count, commanded his pitch count, really good fastballs through, uh, you know, fastball slider to righties, fastball slider change-ups to lefties. Um, through a great game. Uh, Hamill with a really nice bounce back, though. Yeah, really nice. You know, him and Dave have been working on some little mechanical uh, adjustments, and it paid off big time for him tonight. You know, I think he had seven or eight strikeouts. He just uh, looked much, much better. Uh, seventh inning, just... Trying to get him through, maybe a first. Just trying to, yeah, just trying to get you know an out or two, and actually that ball was, uh, you know, I think Gregorius. We had uh, Strom warmed up and thinking, okay, you know, Gregorius is so tough against lefties. Let's see if, you know, we can buy an out or two here, and uh, he just hit it perfectly. You know, Rusty had Bonifacio over a couple steps towards the line, and uh, you know, Kane in the in the off on the shortstop side a little bit and he just hit it perfectly you know a couple of feet this way or a couple of feet this way uh, you know we would have had it but uh, just one of those tough plays he's just a hot hitter right now too I mean, yeah he's swinging the bat pretty good yeah. it ends up not mattering but you said 
the ball is O2 pitch to, to Gardner to, from Strom. That doesn't matter. You feel like he got squeezed a little bit there. No, he didn't get squeezed. Missed it. It was a strike. But it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, we can complain about it all we want. It doesn't matter. So, I mean, those are the things that, uh, you know, if it made a difference, yeah. But it didn't. So, it was definitely a strike. You take away from this, though, with Jason, you know, that, that adjustment at least uh, seems to have worked. I mean, no strikeouts last game, seven strikeouts tonight. Yeah, no, I, was, I, no, I mean, it was, uh, it was encouraging to see him throw the ball so well. I yeah. thought he threw the ball really, really well. Against a tough, right. you know, against a tough lineup. I mean, this was not a, you know, he threw the ball well. Gave us a chance to win the ball game against a tough lineup. Jason Hamill certainly deserved a better fate, giving up just three earned runs through six innings for a quality start. But he did take the loss against a lights-out Luis Severino as Hamill's record on the season falls to 1-6. and six. The veteran right-hander shared his thoughts following the game. Basically, it was D.D. Rewards, and then, you know, Severino threw a heck of a game, and we were facing 100 with uh, never-before-seen curveball. It's tough. It's tough. Um, but, yeah, uh, personally, you know, good good step forward um, with everything. Good curveball, good changeup, good, good slider. And the fastball command, just much better downhill. So um, definitely something to, to build on. DD just a, a two-seamer that just may be in his hot zone right now. Right? Yeah, he's he's hitting the ball. He's red hot right now. Um, and it was basically two fastballs, that the only two fastballs that I really yanked and didn't really deliver well um, to lefties. Pulled him back, and you know, they were out of third, and he was able to get the barrel to him. It looked like you made an adjustment in your uh, setup too, where you're trying to square your shoulders up a little bit more. To uh, yeah. Uh, Is that one of the things you and Dave worked on? Yeah, I was able to get a few sides in in between with the with the rain out and get a little extra work in, and it really helped a lot with just my direction um, and everything else fell in line. So, uh, yeah, just trying to stay square with home instead of you know I, I had made the adjustment last year to close up because it took me a little while to normally I'm a, I, I fly open with my front side. Okay. So I was basically trying to give myself more time, and it created longer time for me to actually catch up with my backside, and started getting a little too comfortable with it. And it was taking even longer to get there, so that's why I was missing up and out and arm side. So basically, we just opened it back up and went the other way, and you know it worked. So you, your hips are still closed, but your shoulders are square. And right. is, it, is it getting more downward action on some of your breaking balls too? Or everything, or? everything. I mean, my fastball, I didn't miss up tonight that much. Yeah. Um, the curveball, the slider, being able to throw the curveball for a strike, and then also in the dirt was much better today. A um, couple of good changeups, but the slider and the and the fastball was definitely the most uh, where it showed the most. Is it particularly encouraging too in a place like this, a stadium like this, against mm -hmm. that kind of lineup to you know get a quality start? And yeah, definitely. You got to get got to keep the ball in the yard. Um, no matter what the other guy's doing on the other mound, you know it's you can give up hits, but if you keep giving up hits to leave the yard, that's still points for the bad guys. So. Um, you know, it is it is what it is. You know, I'll take it as a as a step forward. Obviously, a loss is never good, but something we can build on. The Royals turn to Miguel Almonte on Thursday as he opposes the Yankees' Masahiro Tanaka.